0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope. We're back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing good. It's uh, pretty much a gorgeous day here. Clear skies. Oh yes, one of our local roosters deciding to make their presence known. Got some guineas in the background. One of the puppy dogs appears like they may come along for the walk with us. And a little of this and that. We'll see. We're going to take one of our walks. So, hope y'all are doing well. Wherever y'all are and whatever it is that y'all are doing. And thank y'all as always for giving me a little bit of your time. And for those of y'all that continue to spread the word about the podcast and help it keep growing, which... I'm a little shocked by each time I see it. Uh, thank y'all so much. I'm very humbled and grateful for that. So So we're going to continue on since we're still in November with this day of Thanksgiving, humiliation, fasting, proclamation, these different days that have been proclaimed throughout the history of our nation. And it really is quite astounding, folks, to see as we read through these. I hope it is kind of illuminating for y'all as well to see how openly our country was tied to God and Jesus Christ, not just in the private lives of citizens, but in our public you know, politics, I mean, these were coming from elected officials, from Congress, and it just shows how disingenuous or dishonest or ignorant the claims today that America was not intended to be specifically a Christian nation, not a Muslim nation or a Buddhist nation or an atheist nation or anything else but a Christian nation. Again, as always, folks, it does not mean that you have to be Christian in order to be American, but it does mean that if you're going to come here or grow up here and enjoy freedom and liberty as, as our country has above almost all others in the world ever, in fact, I, I probably would go ahead and say that, above all others in the world ever, then we have to abide by those teachings of Christ. And that has to drive the way we live in our private lives. And it has to drive the way we act in our public lives. Whether that's as a professional, working in oil and gas, out in the field, as a teacher, as a lawyer, as a carpenter, as a salesman. Stay-at-home mother, whatever it is that you do, it it becomes more and more evident the more you look at the history of our nation that the times when we have struggled the most are the times when we have gone away from God, and you see it clearest in our public lives, probably, folks, but. Our public lives are just a reflection of our private lives. And and that's really have had a couple conversations recently. The ballot box is not where we're gonna win our country back, folks. It just isn't gonna happen. We've been trying it. We've been we keep saying, well, next time. Next time we'll get the right politician or or we need this, and they you know, if, if this politician just had just a little bit more support, the problem is that we have allowed these evil values of the left to creep into our society, our culture, our education in particular, and our families. And and we want to pretend that we can compromise and negotiate and coexist with these evil values and support them financially. You know, the, the movies we watch, the TikTok or reels videos on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, you know, we want to be associated with this stuff still, even though they're openly promoting things that are undermining and destroying our nation. And then we want to think that there's not going to be any consequences for those actions. Almost got sidetracked here (laughs) more than, more than you even realize, but we're going to go ahead and try and get back on track. So the first one that we're going to go through today was from April 15th, 1775, uh, and this was a day of public humiliation, fasting, and prayer signed by the president of the Provincial Congress, John Hancock. In circumstances dark as these, it becomes us, as men and Christians, to reflect that whilst every prudent measure should be taken to ward off the impending judgments. All confidence must be withheld from the means we use and reposed only on that God who rules in the armies of heaven and without whose blessing the best human counsels are but foolishness and all created power vanity. It is the happiness of his church that when the powers of earth and hell combine against it, that the throne of grace is of the easiest access, and its appeal thither is graciously invited by the Father of mercies, who has assured it that when his children ask bread, he will not be given a stone. If you're not familiar with that folks that's a direct reference to a verse out of the New Testament that you know if if we even though we're evil know how to give good things to our children then God who is perfectly good knows what we need and how to give us good thing and you know if we no father if their child asks for bread is going to give them a stone or a snake or Anything along those lines, and so that's that's the reference, which I think is important to note because it just goes to show again that Hancock, when he's when they're talking about this, folks, they're talking about a Christian nation. They're not talking about Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu or atheist or anything else. They're specifically acknowledging that this nation is a Christian nation uh, first and foremost. So, resolved that it be, and hereby is recommended. To the good people of this colony, of all denominations, that Thursday, the 11th day of May next, be set apart as a day of public humiliation, fasting, and prayer, to confess the sins, to implore the forgiveness of all our transgressions, and a blessing on the husbandry, manufacturers, and other lawful employments of this people and especially that the union of the American colonies in defense of their rights, for hitherto we desire to thank Almighty God, may be preserved and confirmed, and that America may soon behold a gracious interposition of heaven. By order of the Massachusetts Provincial Congress, John Hancock, President. couple things really important here, folks, we've noted a few times. One, Uh, The First Amendment was really created to keep favoritism between the different sects of Christianity, different denominations. And Hancock, kind of obviously before, but he's showing that mentality, the people of the colony of all denominations. That's the deal, folks. This is a Christian nation. It's not anything else. As I just said a while ago, it's not a Muslim nation. It's not a Buddhist, not a Hindu, not an atheist nation, not a deist nation. It is a Christian nation. And the point of the First Amendment was to keep any favoritism between Methodist or Baptist or Church of Christ or Protestant or Catholic or any denomination of Christianity from being favored over others that's the point it's not to lower christianity to be level with other religions it's to keep favoritism out of the different denominations of christianity and then the second thing that i just think is interesting you've started to notice a trend i hope as we've read through these days of thanksgiving that somewhere in a lot of these is a request for the blessings on the the agriculture and manufacturers and other lawful employments, you know, the, there was a great concern by the leaders about how the people were doing, you know, the the common everyday uh, teachers and carpenters and cattlemen and ranchers and farmers and everything, you know, the, the, the they were concerned and they wanted God's blessing on these people. And as a nation, they were asking all of them to, to bless those people as well. And I, I don't know, this is just kind of my own opinion down a little rabbit trail here, folks. But, you know, we need desperately those kind of people in our country. We need those tradesmen um, that have these kind of technical skills. And it's just another lie that the that the left has really promoted that we have to go to college in order to be successful and that the whole goal of education has to be getting every single kid into college besides brainwashing them and and it's just not true folks it's absolutely not true and our founders you know they saw this the idea that that we cannot be or never should be again an agricultural based society is it's really pretty destructive Uh, but as i said that's just a little side note so let me see if we've got time here yeah i think we've got time we're going to read one more by uh mr hancock who if you don't know anything i'll read you just a little clip again out of that america's god and country encyclopedia Hancock lived from 1737 to 1793, American merchant and revolutionary leader, president of the Providential or Provincial Congress. And he became really well known for being the first to sign the Declaration of Independence. That's why people say, I need your John Hancock. They're talking about your signature, right? So on November the 8th, 1783... Governor Hancock from Boston issued a proclamation for a day of Thanksgiving to celebrate the victorious conclusion of the Revolutionary War. John Hancock, Esquire, Governor of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, a proclamation for a day of Thanksgiving. Whereas these United States are not only happily rescued from the danger and calamities to which they have been so long exposed, but their freedom Sovereignty and Independence ultimately acknowledged. And, whereas the interposition of divine providence in our favor hath been most abundantly and most graciously manifested, and the citizens of these United States have every reason for praise and gratitude to the God of their salvation, impressed, therefore, with an exalted sense of the blessings by which we are surrounded, and of our entire dependence on that Almighty Being, from whose goodness and bounty they are derived. I do by, and with the advice of the Council, appoint Thursday, the 11th day of December next, the day recommended by the Congress to all the states, to be religiously observed as a day of thanksgiving and prayer, that all the people may then assemble to celebrate that he hath been pleased to continue to us the light of the blessed gospel, that we also offer up fervent supplications to cause pure religion and virtue to flourish, and to fill the world with his glory. That last paragraph there, folks, is pretty. And I have a wife and two little children, and now a puppy dog and a kitty cat that have suddenly come out. Walking by. but there yes they're just walking by they're gonna keep on going so yes i see the kitty cat <laughs> so that that last paragraph folks really the whole thing there but it just shows how much they knew that the entire the line there is our entire dependence on god for His goodness and bounty on that almighty being. And, folks, it's just so clear. If we want our country to survive, if we want success and greatness for our country and peace for our children and grandchildren, we have to turn to God first. And we may not get the result that we want, folks. This may be the end of the line for America, this We may have waited too long. Uh, You know, God in the Old Testament gave the Israelites chance after chance after chance. But finally, they were exiled to Babylon. And we may have gotten to the point where we've just pushed it too far. You know, the fact that we now celebrate every kind of sexual perversion, that we have a whole month to celebrate that, while we barely give even a day to men and women who sacrifice their families and their lives for our country or the fact that we've slaughtered over 60 million of our own children i mean that's a, that's a, a barbaric act that puts puts us even ahead of hitler and stalin and mao and, and the barbarian hordes from centuries ago millennia ago so but either way, our, our only hope is still to turn to God. I mean, that's it, folks, as a nation. And it's got to start in our individual lives. It's got to start with the way that we act. And there's got to be some really significant changes, folks. It can't... This idea that we can kind of just... I don't know how else to say it, just but just kind of halfway do it, it just isn't going to fly. So... At any rate... Uh, very encouraging, though, to hear our founders' words and take confidence that they knew that our dependence was on God, and that we're, if we're acknowledging that and standing by that, that we're in the right. Um, you know, anytime you acknowledge that the only hope that we have that all of our dependence upon is God and Jesus Christ, we may mess up in other areas of our life, but. At least we understand that, and uh, and that's a big deal. So y'all have a wonderful rest of whatever is left of your day, wherever it is, whatever you're doing, and spread the truth just a little bit. It's just like lighting a candle in a dark room, folks. Every single candle you light helps a little bit. Thank y'all so much for joining me and for continuing to spread the podcast. I'm very grateful. God bless y'all. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon.